Drunk Mythology Friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. <laughs> and we're the Drunk, Drunk Mythology, mythology Gals. gals. <laughs> Why did you laugh at me saying my name? Forget us. I think I was meaning to laugh at original Jen. (laughs) The timing just. uh, Why were you wanting to laugh at me though? Saying my name. There we go. Why are you laughing at either of us? Uh, You know, I'm kind of giggly because I'm looking forward to this episode. Oh dear. (laughs) Yeah, that does not bode well. (laughs) (laughs) Even worse is I'm uh, fairly sober this week, so. <laughs> I'm not bad. sure if that's good or bad, Jen. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's worse because then we get more Professor Kate. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Professor Kate is coming in hard. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kim, but, go ahead and get that. I, I, I like what she's done the past couple times with the, the French music. The, yeah. The French I will not be Italian. speaking French. You I will, will or will not, not say a single word in French this entire episode. Because it's going to be all like ancient Greek. <laughs> Pretty much. So the, the the background, the the music, I don't even know how to describe it. That background music will it's still the, be uh, appropriate. typical cafe accordion. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The cafe yeah. accordion. I'm, I'm writing it down now. Kim, get the cafe accordion sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, I... Um, taking us to a fairly well-known myth. It's the myth of Zeus and Io, although some people pronounce it Io, but the old pronunciation is Io. So anyway. Io? Io? Io. Io. Yeah, Eeyore. it's spelled I-O, Eeyore, yeah. <laughs> Zeus and Eeyore. And basically she ends up as fucking depressed as Eeyore, and I don't blame her. Because Eo um, is a f- she. It's a she. Okay. Yes. Zeus is caught fucking someone who isn't Hera. Surprise. Hera Ugh. needs anger management. Surprise. And at the tail, <laughs> you'll get the joke, end of the summer, we all for- feel bad for the heifer with a pest problem. What? Because I, I, I'm just saying I'm covered in like mosquito bites right now and <laughs> I'm angry, which may have subconsciously prompted the choice of this myth. Oh, and Prometheus <laughs> makes a cameo because why not? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Uh, okay. Tell me who he is again. He is uh, a Titan who gave- Made uh, a bad choice. Human. He made a very bad choice, although we think it's a good choice because yeah. he taught us barbecue and fire. Okay. And Zeus wasn't happy. Oh. Which makes okay. him an A-plus hero in my book because anything that makes Zeus unhappy, as far as I'm concerned, is fucking yeah. A-okay. So I feel like we talked about Prometheus when we talked about Medusa with our friend Gilly. Or am I confusing characters? Uh, you're thinking Perseus, the guy who cuts okay. off Medusa's head. But who led to? Sorry, never, never mind. That's that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving right along. Yeah. So that's what this <laughs> week's episode is about. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Um. So you said you're on the more sober side. What? Are you, do you even have anything in front of you? I do. I have an iced coffee and I added a little bit of Kahlua to it. 
A little bit of Kahlua? A little bit. Because I just... Do I need to text your husband and say, hey, go pour pour some (laughs) more in your wife's... Sneak in the room, please. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I am staying on top of my shit this week. So, yeah. There you go. (laughs) I I couldn't bring myself to pull an original gen, but... And oh, no, it's goodness. it's difficult. Not everyone can do it. I know. <laughs> but the question is what cup? Yeah. So oh. what, what have you had what do you got today? Well, actually, I am having a, a cup of rose hip tea. Whoa. What the what? hell? Yeah. Well, like I, I think I'm getting like like sinus problems. So that's why I've resulted oh. to the like resorted to tea. Oh. But and there's a there's a dad joke in there. I didn't know roses oh. had hips. Ha ha ha. Oh my god. But it is in a uh, Shakespeare insult mug. Oh, oh so you're just going to read off the mug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me. You're a, a, a lump of foul deformity. You know, I would save that shit for Zeus. <laughs> Roast meat for worms. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. What what the I mean it's pretty great. <laughs> Mountain gonna... of mad flesh. Mountain of mad flesh. What are... I think that's <laughs> so this is Shakespeare talk for yeah. these are actual insults? insults from his plays, right? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. He was um, a salty little bitch. Oh yeah. Add Thou art a boil, a plague sore. Oh I'll send a picture. Oh my god. <laughs> so you guys can add some Shakespeare into the uh the library of the re reeducation of, of other gen. <laughs> other gen. There we go. Cuz yeah. I slept through all the classes where we were forced to read Shakespeare. Yeah, cuz most of the yeah. time they make you read it and everybody's so unexcited cuz it's kind of boring cuz they're not giving you any context or really explaining it and yeah, I I'm there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so what are you c- drinking? Okay. So I have I have two cups in front of me. One, <laughs> yeah, I'm double fisting. Um, one is just straight up ice water because it's hot in the house today, mm-hmm. and the other cup is some cucumber flavored vodka. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm having to pace myself today because. After we finish recording, I still have a lot of work that I need my wits about me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned before we, we hit record, I was putting out some fires at work, and all I've managed to do is contain them. I still have to return to the, the issues that are demanding attention. And so, well, you're doing better than California. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and with that, we can do our disclaimer: Do not drink and drive. Cars, chariots, eight-legged horses. I guess fire extinguishers. Uh, because I thought it was a real fire, and I was really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> or Shakespeare insults. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young. So the myth of Eo, uh, we have the first recording of it um, in Hesiod, the guy who wrote the Theogony, the really, uh, 
you know, between Hesiod and Homer, one's boring, one's a dick. This is the boring guy. Um, and Fun. yeah. And he wrote the myth, uh, in something called the Egemius, which no one has ever heard of and no one will probably remember because I certainly don't. Uh, but it was written about mid eighth century BCE. So, and okay. more of the legend, uh, specifically when EO runs into Prometheus on her wanderings, comes from Aeschylus. And that name might be familiar because he's a tragic playwright who wrote Prometheus Bound, and he was alive in mid-5th century BCE, which was basically during the height of classical Athenian power, like Aeschylus and Socrates and all those guys were alive and literally hanging out and getting drunk and forming the misogynistic foundations of Western philosophy and culture. Okay. Not Lovely. I, not that I have an opinion of that. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how I'm going to make you feel with this next tidbit. So oh, damn. where did all of this myth take place? So it basically spans the entire known ancient Mediterranean, but it starts in uh, southern Greece in the Peloponnesian Peninsula. And Say that uh, 10 times fast. The Peloponnesian Peninsula. <laughs> We're going to, that'll be the challenge at the end is, of the episode. <laughs> is there a map? I, why isn't there a map in the notes? <laughs> so, you know, the big mainland dingleberry of Greece? That's oh the Peloponnesian God. Peninsula. Okay. You're really making like uh, a great case to go visit Greece. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's either that or the uh, three udders of Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Anyway, uh, so Eo's father uh, is generally to con considered to be this guy in Nakos, who is a river god of the river Argolis in southern Greece. And you know, this particular watery DNA makes her a naiad or a nymph. Oh, interesting. Yep. So Io is a nymph. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some jerk named Apollodorus says her father could have been Iasus or Perin, whoever the fuck they are. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. Hold up a second. Yeah. I see how you slipped this in here. <laughs> You didn't give us the disclaimer you usually give us. You just went right in there. We have multiple origin stories again. Yeah. Yeah. I told you this was the rage. Oh, I my told God. you this was rage. You sneaky little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and get this. Eo in Argos, where she's supposedly from, is called Calithia. So she doesn't even have a consistent name. No. But we're oh going to go God. with Eo. Okay. Um, and okay. we're going to say her dad is Anakos because I think it's a good fit. And you'll see why in a second. And, okay. you know, so she's in southern Greece in the town of Argos. And her father is the basically the patron god of the river Argolis, which is where we get Argo from. 
So, just a river. He only gets a river. He, he only gets get a river. But he's a fairly <laughs> important river. He's a fairly important okay. river. So Okay. I'm going to take a step back just before EO meets Zeus because I think this bit, you you have to dig to find this particular bit of the myth, um, but I think it explains a lot. So it in- actually involves her father, and no, not in the way you think it would with incest, but you would totally <laughs> be right. You would totally be justified in thinking that, but no. So back in the beginning of shit, when Zeus and Hera were fighting over who gets the Peloponnesian Peninsula, (laughs) Inakos, who, again, he's the god of the big river that runs through it, uh, was appointed as the arbiter of this dispute. I don't know who appointed him, and it doesn't matter. And he sided with Zeus. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like, who's not going to side with the boss, right? And this pissed Hera off, surprise. And in retaliation, Poseidon dried up his stream. Read into that whatever you want. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Remember, what? Poseidon is Hera's brother. He's also Zeus's brother, so. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. <laughs> Poseidon dried up his stream. So from okay. then, so from then on, the Argolis River only ran with water during the rainy seasons, which is actually not uncommon for rivers in Greece because Greece is generally hot and very dry. Um, remember me talking about the rivers at the Olympics? Like <laughs> there was no water during the summer when they actually held the Olympics. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so I guess that was their way of explaining to themselves why the River Argolis only had water certain times a year. So I think it's important because we're actually starting with Eo being behind the eight ball of being the daughter of a dude that Hera hates. Right? And you don't get this when you start with the main myth. Um. Now, Eo was actually the chief priestess of the cult of Hera at Argos. Yeah. So, like, she's a Hera follower. Yes. She's, like a, you know... Like captain of the fan club. Exactly. And that works out for her about as well as it did for Medusa. Because remember in our episode that we did on Telltale... Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Medusa was a priestess and devoted acolyte of Athena. And yeah, that didn't Mm. go so well. So basically, the myth goes like this. Zeus saw Io and fell in love with her and was in the middle of fucking her, having covered the earth in darkness to hide from Hera. Like, that's fucking obvious. (sighs) Hera isn't fooled and comes after him. He hears her coming and touches Io, turning her into a pretty white heifer. And... Oh. They they stress this in all the versions I've read, that she was still so pretty as a cow. Like oh it makes God. it any better. Oh. Anyway. Oh, my God. I, hold it. Okay. <laughs> Hera doesn't trust that Zeus won't turn the heifer right back into a girl and pick up where he left off. So she asks for the cow as a gift. Zeus oh. is a fucking piece of chicken shit. 
who is afraid of Hera's wrath, even though she never directs it at him, and gives her the cow. Oh my god! And I feel this is best summarized by Ovid, or as we like to call him, that soft-boiled motherfucker. Yeah. And we are now going to do a group reading from Ovid's Metamorphosis. Oh, oh yeah. dear. Oh, good gracious. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Get ready for rage. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <clears throat> Eo, returning from her father's stream, had caught Zeus's eye. You charming girl, he said, well worthy of <laughs> Zeus's love. Happy is he, whoever he be, that wins you for his bed. Yeah, baby. Go to the deep woods shade, he pointed to the shady wood. The hour is hot, baby. The sun oh shines my- in a zenith. If you fear alone to risk the wild beast's lair, because like there are boars and shit in those forests, a god will guard you and in the deepest forest keep you safe. And it's no common god. The scepter of the sky is mine to hold in my almighty right hand. I had it right. <laughs> I wielded the roaming thunderbolts. No, do not run. I, I totally see you like doing hand motions and everything while you're reading this. <laughs> I may have been. These one day we're going to do video on this stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. For now, the girl had run until the god drew down a veil of darkness to conceal the world and stayed her flight and ravished her. Oh, my God. So this is, well, I mean, not like this is a surprise. Like, this is rape. Yeah. He's like, go on, run through the forest. Don't worry if you think the boys are the wolves are going to get you, you know, like, I'll be there with you and you can try and run. I mean, go ahead. Try and run. Oop, I'm calling down the darkness. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Hera, meanwhile, observed the land of Argos and wondered that the floating clouds had wrought in the bright day the darkness of night. <laughs> She's like, who turned the lights out? Yeah, basically. These were no river mists. No clouds like these, the humid earth exhaled. She looked around to find her husband. Well, she knew his tricks, so often had caught him in his escapades, (laughs) and searched the sky in vain. If I'm not wrong, she thought, I'm being wronged. (laughs) (laughs) If it quacks like a duck (laughs) and fucks like a duck, (laughs) it's probably a duck. (laughs) And gliding down from heaven's height, she lighted on the earth and bade the clouds disperse. <laughs> Zeus had foresensed his spouse's visit and transformed poor Eo into a sleek white heifer. Lovely still, although a cow. <laughs> How nice. <laughs> Must have been like that horse with Loki. Right? <laughs> At least it's attractive livestock. <laughs> Hera, against her will, admired the creature and asked who she was and when she came and to what herd belonged. Pretending not to know the truth, he lied. The earth had brought her forth. So to deflect questions about her birth. <laughs> I was like, I found it here. Oh my God, it's me. a cow. What is this cow doing here? 
<laughs> then Hera begged the heifer as a gift. What should he do? Too cruel to give his darling, not to give suspicious. Shame persuades, but love dissuades. Love would <laughs> love would have won. Love? Then, really? We're calling yeah, this love? I'm, I'm <laughs> not pleased with this. If he oh. refused his wife, his sister too. <laughs> right? Oy. So slight a gift, a cow, it well might seem no cow at all. Gosh. This is great. Isn't it? It's terrible. I mean. But like, there's so much to unpack here. You know, there is, I mean, thank you to Hesiod and whatever for the original story, but to really drive home the awfulness of the ancient world, you got to go Ovid, man. Yeah. Now, uh, here's a question. I know yes. you may have asked this in a drunken state on a previous episode, and I just don't remember the I answer. I so. in a drunken state. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my disclaimer. Okay, so it says there that, you know, his wife is his sister, too. Yes. Is this in the definitions and understanding that we have currently of yes. those vocabulary words? Or is yes. there possibly some loss in no. the translation? No. And no. no, it's always incest in mythology. It's always <gasps> incest. Okay. I'm, I, I tried. I tried. I, I know. But yeah, no, okay. uh, Hera is his sister wife. Alrighty. Yeah. So Hera. Sorry, listeners, I tried. <laughs> I know, but it's always incest. Hey, Inachus didn't like fuck his daughter Eo. Like he's actually a decent dad. You know, there's a whole passage about how he's like grieving and he's worried, like where Aww. did Eo go and all that. So, yeah, I mean, we actually have a good dad who isn't actually interested <laughs> in fucking his daughter. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, but let's get back to these awful gods. So yeah. Hera now takes the cow and turns her over to this hundred-eyed monster named Argus Panoptes. D okay. And we need a we need an easier name for that dude. <laughs> well, we're going to call him Peacock because some myths suggest that the eyes of a peacock feather, which is the symbol for Hera, come from this monster. Oh, interesting. And personally, I think it means that Argus Panoptes was a peacock because those birds are some foul-tempered homicidal lawn ornaments if you've ever run oh. into a peacock. Yeah, yeah. One of yeah. my best friends growing up, she had a, she lived on a like a little mini farm, mm -hmm. and it there was a peacock that lived there. Yeah, and that thing was a mean little asshole. Right. So I'm yeah. saying Argus Panoptes was a peacock. Okay. So the peacock's job was to keep Zeus from visiting Eo the cow and to look after and kind of torment her. So, you know, some cows get lush green fields and, you know, clean water and, you know, warm little stables with fresh hay. Nope. Eo has to lie on the cold ground, drink from muddy streams, and at night he ties a halter around her neck to keep her from running. Fucker. Oh, my goodness. And Wait, the peacock is doing this? The peacock is doing this. The peacock is has the dexterity. Well, uh, I'm just <laughs> saying he's a peacock. We don't <laughs> right, right, right. He's a monster. Okay. Yeah. Look. Okay. 
you know, make a peacock angry enough. I'm sure it'll find a way. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's time to go back to that soft-boiled motherfucker. I mean, Ovid, for some mansplaining. Oh, dear. About how EO should be feeling right about now. Oh. Ovid, uh, other Jen, could you read this from Ovid's Heroides? Uh, okay. So we got EO sleeping on the, the mud mm-hmm. and, and Ovid has an opinion. Okay. Yet it is punishment enough that the tender maid was a lowing beast and could not retain Zeus's love. Are you kidding me? I, oh my there God. is no, ki- there is no joking oh mythology. My God. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What a prick. Right. On the, on the banks of her sire's stream, the new created heifer stood and in the waters beheld the horns that were not her own. With mouth that tried to complain, she gave forth only lowings. She felt terror at her form and terror at her voice. Well, Original duh. <laughs> <laughs> Why rage, unhappy one? Why gaze at thyself in the water's shadow? Why count the feet thou hast for thy new created frame? Thou art the mistress of great Jove, that rival to be dreaded by his sister, and must quiet thy fierce hunger with the leafy branch and grassy turf. Drink at the spring and gaze astonished on thine image there. Thou, who were so rich as to seem worthy even of Jove, lies naked upon the naked ground." So basically he told her, stop whining and go eat a snack. Yeah. Yeah. Have a Snickers, EO. You're not. You, you, you must be PMSing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, what are you complaining about? You were the fucking mistress of Jove or Zeus, Uh, which is. uh, Yeah. I, I hate Ovid. I hate all of these people. Yeah. So, uh, Eo couldn't speak, but her lows of distress were heard by Zeus, who kind of sort of felt bad about this whole thing, even though he was like, eh, I really don't want to piss off Hera. So he ended up sending Hermes, like that ever fucking solved anything, to set her free. Now, is he the dude with the wings on his shoes? Yes, he is basically in mythology known as Zeus's right-hand man, his fixer, his messenger, his... Messenger was the word I was thinking in my head. Yeah, he's a messenger, but he's also a trickster. Oh, I think we've mentioned that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Yeah, he's, he's a tricky little dude, as we're going to see. So he figured out a way to get around the all-seeing Panoptes, or Peacock. peacock. He decided the best way to get around all the hundred eyes was to close them. So he sang lullabies until the (laughs) monster fell asleep and then he slew him. Oh my god. That was easy. (laughs) Yeah. And Eo was uh, then free to run and she was uh, making a Decent break for it, even though she was super distressed. When and she's ha- still a cow, right? She's still a cow. She is running. Okay. She is galloping. Okay. okay. She made a gallop for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. When Hera discovered Eo was gone, she realized she couldn't catch the cow. 
So she did the next best or worst thing and cursed EO to be pursued by a gadfly. A what? It's basically a horsefly. Have you ever had a horsefly bite? Yeah. Yes. They're horrible. So no wonder it drove Eo mad, causing her to run and wander the earth trying to get away from it. Now, Aeschylus, in his play Prometheus Bound, really drives home this point. And I, I cut out at least two of the complaint segments. I only put in like the two chunkiest ones. But yeah, Eo's <laughs> whole thing is... Oh my God, I'm itchy. Uh, so this is Eo uh, bemoaning her fate to Prometheus, who is stuck to a rock. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. So uh, other Jen and original oh, Jen, if you would read okay. for Eo. So this is Eo speaking that we're-, we're As reading. a cow. As a cow. As a cow. But but we, Okay. <laughs> I really have to read this? Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, here goes. I, the pain. It really says that, listeners. That's what the, this says. <laughs> that gadfly stings me once again, the ghost of earthborn Argus. Get him away from me, O earth, that herdsman with a thousand eyes. The very sight of him fills me with terror. Those crafty eyes of his keep following me. Though dead, he is not hidden underground, but moves out from the shades beneath the earth and hunts me down and, in my wretched state, drives me to wander without nourishment along the sandy shore beside the sea. Uh, Alas, alas for me. These spasms of pain, these agonizing fits which drive me mad, are turning me to fire. That gadfly sting, not forged in any flame, is piercing me. My fearful heart is beating in my chest, my eyes are rolling in a frantic whirl, and raging blasts of sheer insanity are sweeping me away. This tongue of mine is now beyond control. Delirious words beat aimlessly against the surging flood of my abhorred destruction. (laughs) I mean... I love she's saying this to the guy who's getting his liver eaten. Is that what's going on beside her? Yeah. 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 Prometheus is being chained, is chained to a rock because he pissed off Zeus because of barbecue. And there's an eagle who comes and eats his liver every day and it spontaneously regenerates. So the eagle can come and do it again. Is that an episode that we, we, is. Okay. Barbecue. We did that one or that's one that. It's coming up. That's Okay. It's a redo that's coming up, yeah. All righty. So, I mean, basically, this poor girl who was actually a priestess of Hera, who through no fault of her own got fucked literally by Zeus, ends up turned into a cow, tortured, and now has to endure constant horsefly bites. I hate these gods. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I... So Eo eventually crosses a sea that comes to bear her name, the as we call it today, Ionian Sea, um, and goes down to Egypt, or as they called it, Egyptus, uh, where she finally catches a break, sorta. Zeus sneaks out and meets her there and manages to change her back to a human. 
I, I I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, um, so I, yeah. we're not sure. I I yeah. So there she gives birth to Zeus's son Epaphos, whose great great whatever grandson is Hercules, and oh. a daughter Caroessa, who gives birth to Byzas, the founder of the of Byzantium, which is tricky. Twins? Uh, no, not. That it's noted. So apparently Zeus was like, oh, you're back in I'm already form. down you're looking here. Good. <laughs> like, I'm already down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, right? You know, make up for oh lost my- time. And uh, Zeus okay. made her a goddess to the Egyptians, calling her Isis. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Because that- um, okay. Isis... The goddess Isis in the Egyptian religion has a son named Apophis, as opposed to Epaphos, which means bull. Okay. But was Hera done? No. No, she was not. Oh, dear. She couldn't stand that Eos' son, Epaphos, had become a great king, who married this chick named Memphis and gave birth to Libya, Libya. Just a little aside. And she set shit up so that he would be killed while hunting. Oh, my God. And because Hera is Hera, this was also part of a bigger plan to get the Titans to destroy Zeus so Kronos could be restored to power. Seriously, people. Hera managed to get Apophos killed, but the rest of her scheme fell apart. The fucking end. Oh, wait. So she wanted Kronos, the baby eater. Yes. Do I get a gold star for remembering that? That You do. You do. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, my brother sucks. Dad, can you take back over? If I like set this shit up, will you take back over? Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, she turns Eo into a cow and kills Eo's son, who's also Zeus's son. uh, And Zeus doesn't do shit. I think I work with some of these people. (laughs) and on that note uh we'll be right back after this we now return to the drunk mythology gals for part two questions and shit so you know i know the gods there are sometimes limits on their powers but i just want to know i couldn't have they have done, someone have done something about the fly, like been zapped to the fly. Who would have been motivated to do that? You know, I'm pretty sure Hermes could have like sung a couple of lullabies. And went to sleep. <laughs> Tell me again, who, who sent the gadfly after her? Hera. Hera. Okay. Uh, I mean, who's going to go against Hera? I mean, Hermes did slay Argos Panoptes, the little, uh, the guy, the thing with the hundred eyes. Okay. But yeah, I mean, basically, I just think this whole thing is so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, and you get, I mean, Ovid literally is just mansplaining and oh, yeah that's oh my god can't uh. 
I'm rolling my eyes. Your eyes are rolling in your head and your tongue speaks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Delirious right. words against right. a poor destruction. <laughs> That's right. I can't even put into words the the rage. At, uh, yeah. Like I said, I work with some of these people and they are in full force this week. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. yeah yeah oh but um, um i don't even know what to ask it's just i yeah there's a lot here <laughs> well um i'll i'll drop a hint that uh she's not the uh only cow myth what associated Okay. Yeah. Although, so I what, mean, she might be the only one who got turned into a cow. I'll have to double check that. But yeah. Now, here's a question. What happened to her after she gave birth to those two offspring? So she ends up marrying, uh, hang on, I forget his name, but it is an Egyptian king. And uh, yeah, and that's basically... You know, it's the consolation was, prize. Like, was was the, this king like actually like existing though? Because sometimes I do know like once in a while some of these names mentioned like are actual figures. Well, uh, again, like these, uh, it's it's interesting because these there are a couple of references. Um, hang on, let me. There, let me pull up the, uh, there was something in Wikipedia that I had followed down a rabbit hole about, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's literally about, I laugh because I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's about EO and, uh, her husband and son. Hang on. Where is it? Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, where is a Paphos? Okay, so she uh, later marries the Egyptian king Telogonus. I don't know. Uh, and where is Epaphos? There he is. Okay, so there is an a historian who uh, thinks that Apophos could be the uh, pharaoh Apophis. Um, Sounds like you're saying the same name. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it literally is. It has, uh, it's an A versus an E. Okay. Apophos versus Apophis. And then the, instead of a U, there's an I. So um, let's see. When would he have been around... 16th 17th dynasty but that means nothing where give me give me a goddamn date <laughs> give me a bce goddamn it um yeah why aren't they telling giving they're giving me all these dynasties and i'm like i don't care what the dynasty is like tell me uh -uh. The, the time <sighs> so he could be a 16th century BC. Okay. 
Okay. So, you know, it kind of would fit with sort of the fact that by the time Hesiod is recording this, it is very, it's already an ancient legend because it would be 800 years before uh, Hesiod actually wrote this shit down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it it kind of makes sense that it would be considered an ancient, you know, legend and myth by the, even by that time. But this guy Apophis actually did exist and did rule in Egypt, uh, probably fifteen seventy five BC to fifteen forty BC. I found dates. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And okay. Yeah. And interestingly, he was uh, a Hyksos pharaoh, which not a native Egyptian pharaoh. He was an invader pharaoh, mm-hmm. which could also explain why, you know, he's associated with the myth of Eo because, you know, she's not native to Egypt. She, as a cow, no. wandered there. There you go. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. You know, and uh, again, Syncretism, you know, Isis, uh, the goddess Isis. And, you know, unfortunately, the goddess Isis doesn't have very good luck with men either. You know, her <laughs> love, Osiris, ends up dead, and she kind of has to wrap him up in mummy bandages and bring him back. So we got some zombie love going, but that's another story for another time. Fascinating. Yeah. Oy. So, and, uh, there are some EOs in modern culture. So apparently there's some Netflix series about the apocalypse from 2019. Little did they know. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Uh, oh. The Bosphorus Straits in Istanbul are named for EOs crossing there. Cause she like literally went everywhere in the ancient world. She went to Syria, to Scythia, to like all over. So she um, was a wandering cow. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, that On sounds a like a cheese. Tour. No, I'm thinking laughing cow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably have heard of Io, though, or Io, as they call it, um, as a moon of Jupiter. Oh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's kind of mean. Fuck it's, him, right? <laughs> yeah. Now she's always strapped to that guy. Yeah, and uh, the other moons are like Europa and Ganymede. Yeah, there's there's a lot of issues around the naming of those moons. But wow, um, <clears throat> get ready for Professor Kate. Oh, <laughs> say at least, at least none of the moons are named Lamentus. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> Do I need to tell Kim to to cue up the cafe accordion? No, because there's not going to be any French. <laughs> but you said Professor Kate. <laughs> well, Professor Kate only has a couple of bullet points because I thought this was kind of interesting. So okay. the moon Io is the fourth largest moon in the solar system, which it's about 5% larger than our moon. And... I needed a visual on that. So if Earth was the size of a nickel, our moon would be the size of a coffee bean. So think of EO as a chocolate-covered coffee bean. 
Okay. Okay. It was discovered by Galileo in 1610. So. Okay. Thought that was kind of cool. It's a really horrible place. It's got a shitty atmosphere and mega radiation from Jupiter that like wipes out any possibility of life on the surface because Zeus is a dick. Um, (laughs) But there's actually a distinct possibility that there is water under the surface Um, combined with the geothermal activity that actually puts it back in the running for possibly hosting life. Although Europa, like I said, another unfortunate lady friend of Zeus's and you guessed it, another moon of Jupiter is still considered to be the most promising place to look. And in fact, NASA has been like putting together um, a mission to land a satellite on Europa, to land a rover on Europa to literally look for life there. It's so cool. Um, I've only heard about Europa from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm -hmm. Hi, Neil. (laughs) Hi, Neil. (laughs) Uh, On... Io, the or Io, there are volcanoes with plumes of steam and you know fire and ash that rise three hundred fucking miles above the surface of the moon. Three hundred mile high, yeah, that's one hell of a volcano. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and it's uh, it, the moon is known as the beast of ice and fire. Because the volcanoes reach temperatures of 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is hot enough for liquid lava, but the surface temperature averages minus 202 degrees Fahrenheit, which creates sulfur dioxide snowfields. I was going to say, I thought it was cold out there, but you're telling us that the core is hot. Uh, you'll either be burned alive by lava or you'll freeze to death from toxic snow. <laughs> either or. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe you'll be already, ha- you know, dying from third degree burns when you like wander into the toxic snow and that finishes you off. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I do have an image taken by the Galileo orbiter, and there's a lot of sulfur, you can tell. It's a big yellow planet, a lot of sulfur, a lot of iron, not very happy. Um, It's not a planet, it's a moon. It's a moon. It has a super thin atmosphere, so yeah. yeah. Um, But the second photo I have is uh, that big, big red ring around the dark spot, that the dark spot is a volcano, and that is a lava plain. Interesting. I I I need a. It looks about the picture. size of Brazil, frankly. I I need a zoomed in picture though. This is. I mean, that's a little bit blurry. Would you agree, John? It, it is. I I agree. I I, I think it could have been I'm a done. better quality photo. <laughs> and as I said, it's not even actual size. You know, right? I'm done. This is a fun sized image of a moon. At least I have the images in there. <laughs> I could have just laid all those fucking facts on you without an image. <laughs> I almost would have preferred it to this garbage. <laughs> you make me laugh, though I would rather cry. 
<laughs> Wait, I need a Shakespearean insult to call you. <laughs> I'm the one with the mug. I got Google. I can do this. She sent us a picture of the mug. Just zoom in. I don't know. It looks kind of the- blurry. Where'd the picture <laughs> where the pictures go? All the infections that the sun sucks up. <laughs> Foot liquor. Yeah. Away, you starveling, you elf skin, you dried neat's tongue, bull's pizzle, you stockfish. <laughs> Poisonous bunch back toad. Away, oh you three inch fool. A busty <laughs> nut with no kernel. <laughs> His okay. wits as thick as Tewksbury mustard. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god, this is going downhill so bad. You know, so bad. Yeah, it is. Wait, the uh, I know OG is not drunk. No. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> I'm really not either, which is disturbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that just makes this all the worse. It it does. The fact that we're Sober throwing Shakespearean insults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But anyway. So I guess. So I guess there for, you have it. Yeah. Astronomy, fuckers, literal, figurative, asshole gods, and cows. That's today's <laughs> episode. Fascinating. Yeah. It's. I. I. I just uh, the past couple days re-listened to our episode with Gilly and <laughs> the the one on Medusa. And yeah, there seems I don't want to say it's a theme because it's it's not like it's a shocker. It's not like this is new information, but yeah. the 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 repetitive instances of rape is disturbing it's almost like a it's like a given in the context <laughs> of mythology like and that's unfortunate mm-hmm. like i said yeah. you know these myths and these these are the foundations of western society i i i I'm just I'm backing away from that because of what's I know the, the but political I'm, climate right now. I'm just yeah uh, well, backing away. You know, it's it's simply a fact. Um, but I I personally one thing I wish maybe I don't wish there was a little bit more elucidation on was um, why do they keep saying how pretty she was as a cow. <laughs> Like they yeah, really that drive that important. home. Like I didn't even put the parts in from um, Hesiod and from uh, Prometheus bound and like other myths like uh, pseudo hygienists and like these other guys who all mention how fucking pretty she was as a cow. Is that supposed to be like a consolation? I don't know. I'm just worried that there's cow fucking going on that we're not hearing about. I don't think you need to worry about that again. I think you said the word fact. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm disturbed. Yeah, that was disturbing. So, original next, Jen next yeah, week. Next week. So, well, I was I did have a topic, but then I made the mistake of telling Kate the topic. She's like, "Oh, that would be so great if we do that for Halloween." Blah 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 blah. And that's what I hear when she talks to me. So. <laughs> I decided I will change it and I will save that one for Halloween to appease her very oh, demanding wishes. I told you wishes. you didn't have to. It, it is okay because I did have a second one in mind. I was switching between either or. And so I figured, well, I'll just do this. So, so do we have one that will be a, another dramatic reading. And it's actually uh, one with Odin where he's very unhappy. And I thought that would be fantastic. Oh, I I'm full of joy. Yeah, it's, I am it's full Odin's, of fucking joy. It's Odin's contest with Riddle Reaver. Who? <laughs> Riddle Riddle Weaver, who is Rit- a giant who is very smart, and Odin wants to see just how smart he is, and, and just gets his to, ass like, kicked. Uh oh. Essentially, yeah, he oh. learns a lot of not great things that's going to happen to him. Oh. <gasps> Oh, this sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty tense. So, yeah, for if you want to, you know, stay up on everything we're going to be doing and when Jen's other episode is going to be hinted at, uh, you know, don't forget to add yourself to our social media scrolls on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. On the web at drunkmythologygals.com. On Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash drunkmythologygals. All right, you guys. A couple episodes ago, we called out Claire Hi. to, uh, to, uh, it, it was a, a little battle between Kate and I to, get Claire to rat me out on some, uh, <laughs> some phone tracking. <laughs> oh, that. You know, I never did text your daughter. Yeah. So Claire sent an email to <laughs> drunkmythologygals at gmail.com. And when she did you actually absolutely did. She sent an email and she gave me 24 hours to notice the email and respond. Oh, my God. This is the best thing oh. ever. We're oh going to have to screenshot that shit. She absolutely did. She gave me a 24-hour deadline to to find this email. And Claire, I love you. Save myself. <laughs> Thankfully, I found it just overnight. I... I found it well within the 24 hours. <laughs> it just happened but there to was me. like a 50-50 chance you would. There was. Have. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was 50-50 if I was going to check the email. <laughs> Probably not even 50-50. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah. I um we and that was our first official like real email that wasn't spam or just you know notifications notifications yeah it was a legit email thank you claire that totally made all of us smile and laugh totally (laughs) it was great (laughs) so yeah drunk mythology gals at (laughs) gmail.com
<laughs> and as always, special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound and occasionally trolling us with her brilliance. Um, and thanks to all of you for joining us yet again. <laughs> Please subscribe, leave a rating review. It would really help. And tell your friends and family about us, especially if uh, you know somebody that owns a cow or somebody who's been bitten by a horsefly or if you're like me and have been suffering from mosquito bites all fucking summer long. So finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly, then so can you. Thank you.